Good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Doll's Spirited Adventures. My name is Janet, also known as The Doll, and I host this podcast every Saturday evening, and that's 5 p.m. Pacific Time. What the heck is going on with you lovely peoples out there? I have missed you. I, uh, I kind of did a listen to my podcast from last week and I thought, man, boy, did I sound rather subdued. I mean, I know, I know my soul was not in a very good place because we were, you know, kind of waiting on the news about my aunt, but I didn't mean it to come off so, ooh, just kind of, it fell flat for some reason. So we're going to try and perk things up a little bit this evening. Do you have your favorite beverage? Go get it right now. I'll wait for you. Tonight we are in Season 4, Episode 10, Astral Projection. I have had a lot of requests for this topic. And I thought, you know, this doll is here to please. Your wish is my command. So even if... I do not have a ton of experience on a given topic. I will always thoroughly research anything because I am also here to learn as well as you. I like learning right along with you. Otherwise, we are not growing. We are not moving moving forward in our path. Correct? Correct. So, I uh, was looking at the calendar yesterday as I was, you know, just working on on my my research, and I thought, oh my gosh, next weekend will be one year since I started this show. One year and over 1,400 listens in 24 different countries around the world. Thank you, because without you guys, I wouldn't be here. There would be no reason. Nobody would be listening. Nobody would be tuning in. It wouldn't. I would not have a reason to do this. So without you, there is nothing. So thank you. Thank you for making this year so fun, so successful, and such an adventure. Huh? Such an adventure. And so many more yet to come. Congratulations to my listener, Bunny Davis. She was the first person to leave me a message after the podcast aired. So she won a free reading, which I'll be doing for her on Monday. Uh, She was so surprised. She's like, you're kidding me. I said, no, no, you were the first one. She said, but I listened to it the next day. I thought for sure somebody would have beat me out. And I said, well, unfortunately, my peoples seem to be relatively shy when it comes to responding to my request to leave me voice messages and feedback about my podcast. I do get lovely emails from people. I do get lovely phone calls from people. But um, if you want to win some uh, free psychic reading reading time with me, then you have to leave me a message and be the first one to leave me a message after a podcast airs. That be the rules. And um, I'm sorry, you can't break this one. So tonight, I've got 
two candles going. Yeah, I'm I'm pushing the limits here a little bit because this is such a kind of freaky deaky subject. Um, I thought, well, I've got to have some wicked ass candles burning in the background, giving me kind of like an Alice in Wonderland mood. So I have. I love the name of this candle because it just reminds me of an opium den. I don't know why. The Wizard's Pipe Weed. And these candles are by the mythology line. Wizard's Pipe Weed and The Alchemist. All right. Now, The Alchemist have notes of patchouli, sandalwood, cedarwood, and amber. And The Wizard's Pipe Weed has uh, notes of rich tobacco, rich tobacco leaf, cognac, cherry, and vanilla. And I also just smudged myself in the room, the fairy room, with some palo. So this room uh, does kind of have the feel and smokiness and and scent of an opium den. <laughs> and I, I wonder if I'm going to start hallucinating, like you know, I'm smoking out of um, the the snake. Is it the worm? I don't know. In Alice in Wonderland, who was smoking the opium pipe? I can't recall. Um, somebody was getting high. I remember that. Or dropping acid or something. I don't know. By the time I finish, it may feel like a who song. Who knows? But anyway, I've got some great stones that I am working with tonight to kind of set that mood. And I'm wearing this incredible Moldavite bracelet. And these are very large 11 millimeter beads this gorgeous green color with a star, um, kind of a star galaxy little um, charm on it that was made by Zen Jen from Zen Jewels. And uh, let me tell you the properties of Moldavite because it's kind of a new agey, uh, very, very rare stone. Moldavite is considered a rare stone for the new age. And it has been used since Stone Age times as a talisman for good fortune. It has an extremely high vibration, which opens, clears blockages from, and aligns all seven chakras. This powerful healing crystal integrates the divine blueprint and can raise one's personal vibration, allowing one to receive the highest spiritual guidance. I love that. That's really cool. The other stone I'm working with tonight, and this one I'm holding, and it's in, it's flat, but it's star-shaped, and it's trollite, which is one of my new favorite stones that I've been working with. Trollite is also a high vibrational ascension stone. Its energetic field of tranquil serenity envelops us during meditation to encourage us to let go of the distractions of the world and of old habits. This crystal alleviates stress and imbues with a sense of purpose. Trollite amplifies sensitivity and intuition and encourages self-discipline and mental clarity. All of those things are needed when attempting astral projection. Now, I'd like to also start out by a really cool, using a, a really cool quote here by Saul Luckman. Flying in his dreams was an exhilarating, breathtaking experience, sometimes literally, that tended to leave reality wanting, like riding a roller coaster compared to mowing the lawn. Think about that. 
Think about that. Like if you're mowing the lawn, but you can project your mind elsewhere. So you get the feel like you are riding a roller coaster. That's exhilarating. That is exhilarating. Oh, boy. Okay, man, it is smelling. It is smelling incredible in this room. I wish you could get a little whiff. It's pretty crazy. All right, I'm going to pull. I've got my cards here, and I just got the, uh, the feel to do this. So let me, while I'm thinking about it, pull a card from Postcards from Spirit real quick. And then we'll launch right in to our astral projection topic. So give me a second here. Let me shuffle. Do a little shuffle. See what we get. I love these cards. They make me chuckle every time I read one. Oh my. I did some great readings for clients this last week. Um, that part of my business is really starting to take off. And um, I'm so appreciative of, of people who are wanting to have a reading and um, let me have the privilege of reading for them. Let's see what this says. Two are stuck together. All right. There we go. Mm. Dearest you. Do you ever wonder whether your ideas and inspiration might be coming through your soul rather than generated from your mind alone? We are here to tell you, you are always whispering, oh, pardon me, we are always whispering in your ear about your highest good. We are conduits for spirit, letting you know you are a living channel for this awesome co-creative energy. When you're feeling inspired, it means you heard us Inspiration means spirit is breathing through you. Inspiration needs your human passion to keep it going so you can make a difference in the world. So keep moving on what inspires you. Let yourself be led into new experiences and know that this is why you are on earth. In case you were wondering, your purpose is to discover your spirited nature and to bring forth through your efforts whatever is meant to be. Wondrous miracles have a way of showing up when you let inspiration propel you forward. You are so loved. Oh, wow. See? Yeah. Sometimes we just overthink it a little bit. And we need to quiet our minds so we can hear spirit whispering in our ear and letting us know what is for our highest good. And so it be. So it will be. Now, one other card I'd like to pull, if you don't mind, is uh, Daily Crystal Inspiration by Heather Askinosi. Because I, you know, I work with crystals every single freaking day with my clients, with my own meditation, with this podcast. They are always around and supporting me and giving me some really good crystal inspo and crystal vibration. And so they're a big part of my, my, my thing. Ooh, I've never pulled this card. Aragonite, Aragonite. Release your emotional baggage. Ooh, let's read from the book, shall we? 
see what Spirit has to say to us today. Alright, let's find it. emotional baggage okay it's time to lighten the load ain't that the truth give yourself permission to acknowledge process and release any emotions that no longer serve you emotional baggage can manifest in different ways shame disappointment anger guilt resentment this is all part of human nature but while these emotions may serve a protective barrier Eventually, they can become heavy burdens that our spirits need to shed, kind of like a snake. Acknowledge and redirect these feelings in a healthier, more positive way. You alone have the power to pack away these emotions in order to move forward unhindered and unencumbered. Core questions. What negative emotions keep popping up for you that you've been ignoring? Mm. Ooh. How would it feel to stop carrying that weight? What's stopping you from letting go? What's stopping you indeed? Crystal action. Affirmation time. Get ready to affirm. Get ready to affirm. I am light and free. Today, when a negative emotion surfaces, examine it. Consider where the emotion came from. Then, gently let it go without judging yourself. Ah. Oh. And as I've said so often, aren't we just our own worst critics and judges? I think, you know, man, no one can judge me harsher than I judge myself. It's so dang true. And it's kind of sad. It's like, let that crap go, peeps. Let that go. It does not serve you. It is not here for your greater good. Amen to that. Okay. Onward. Now. Um, just a side note before I dive in here, back to crystals. I do a lot of my business with uh, my friend Zenjen at Zen Jewels. That's Z-E-N-J-E-W-E-L-Z.com. You can find her on the World Wide Web. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook. And if you give her this code, it's all in capital letters, free gift, F-R-E-E-G-I-F-T-7, you will get a free gift with your first purchase with her. She's doing that for my listeners. So thank you, Zenjin, my doll. I appreciate you so much. All right. Astral projection. This is such a trependicular type of a subject. Um, I always, whenever I think of stuff like this, I always think of the Valley Girl um, quotes. Like, it's totally tubular or it's perpendicular, or like, oh my God, because it is kind of mind-blowing. It's very, very mind-blowing. And uh, it's like, it's like you're you're having an acid trip because you are having an out-of-body experience, basically. Um, or as we say, OBE, not OBG, but OBE. So a little history. Uh, astral projection or astral travel is a term uh, that's used in uh, esotericism to describe an intentional, intentional, 
out-of-body experience, or OBE, that assumes the existence of a soul uh, called the astral body that is separate from the physical body and is capable of traveling outside it throughout the universe, as well as being able to travel to different dimensions and cross the time-space continuum. So let's think about that for just a moment, because that's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot for your mind or your soul, really, to be able to do. And it is something that you, anybody is capable of doing it. But part of the most difficult part of achieving it is getting your head out of the game. Because in order for your soul to travel, your mind has to stop holding you back. It's a little scary. The first couple times you do this, it's a little scary experiencing that separation and being able to look back and seeing that you're still sitting in the chair or lying in the bed because your mind is still awake while your soul is traveling. Unlike in lucid dreams, um, in lucid dreams, you are actually physically still asleep and therefore you can't manipulate what you are experiencing in a lucid dream. You're just very aware. You remember every single, you know, detail. It's like, you know, vivid lucid dream, same kind of thing there. But when you are astral traveling, you can go back in time. You can visit people that passed already. You can go back in time in another century. There's no hard stops to your travel. So you can cross into different dimensions. You can talk to different species. You can travel underwater and visit different worlds down there. Uh, in the great depths of the sea. I mean, there's no limit. So the most difficult thing when you are trying to achieve that state is getting your mind to let it happen. Getting your mind out of the way of your soul exiting your physical body. Now, if that doesn't kind of trip you up a little bit, I don't know what will. But I do, um, I, I do like that, that picture in my mind. Uh, it's like, hmm. it's just like this quote from Michael Bassey Johnson. A good traveler is one who knows how to travel within the mind. All right. Now to get started, Let's do some housekeeping because you got to get into a good space mentally and physically before you even attempt this. So you want to be in a very high vibrational state of mind and body. You don't want to be ill. You don't want to be feeling run down. You want to be in a high vibration. So you want to cleanse or clear your space. If you need to unclutter, if that's getting on your mind, get the clutter out. 
clear any clutter, whether it be in your mind or in your physical space. So sage, palo, whatever you have to do to clear. Um, I like the term bubble up, which means um, to ask spirit for that protective bubble layer between this world and spirit world. You don't want to send your soul out into the stratosphere unprotected, okay? So I may do um, another podcast with various bubble and protective techniques. That's a good topic there, Jay. Okay. Note to self, note to self. Sorry. Um, so yeah, you, you want to fill your mind with positive light-filled thoughts. You don't want to be in a dark space when you are attempting this. All right. Um, and there are a few things that you can do is, you know, try various um, examples. You can, um, the best times that I have experienced it uh, and the most um, intense astral trips I've ever had are when you are falling asleep or as you are waking up. So as you are entering your first uh, stage of sleep because your brain isn't completely asleep. The trick to this is you want your physical body to go into a resting state while keeping your mind wide awake. I know, it's a thing. It's <laughs> it's a thing to try to get that concept, but that's where you have to be, all right? Um, yeah, it's, it is a very difficult, it's difficult, but, but yet I've done it. I've experienced it without even attempting, um, without intentionally attempting. Let's just say that. All right. Because astral projection, it's an intentional out of body experience. All right. And it allows a person's consciousness to travel without leaving your body, uh, without leaving the physical room you're in. And you're simply using your mind's eye. So, it's along the same lines as being in a deep meditative state or experiencing lucid dreams only. You can manipulate what's going on around you. And you can interact with those in the area that you're visiting. That's the cool thing. I mean, if you want to go back in time and visit with um, with relatives that you're missing, go for it. Set that intention. Set your intention before you attempt. Figure out what you want to do. Do you want to go in the future? Do you want to go in the past? Do you want to just be able to go out and see what's out there? Travel in the constellation? The week that we were kind of um, waiting for news on my aunt, two nights in a row, um, I, I experienced this astral projection. She actually visited me. She projected out and we went flying together. We were holding hands. It was like, it was like Wendy and Peter Pan. We were flying. It was the most glorious trips. I didn't feel very rested those days though. It's like I was up all night with her, 
just flying around. And she was having a blast. It's like, she took me up on the roof. We sat up there and talked. And it was crazy. It was crazy. And last night, I... I think I was trying to do astral projection because I kept experiencing sensations of falling. And oftentimes when you are experiencing that, it's because you are, your soul is falling back into your body and it's like, thunk, you've, you've, and you get startled and you wake up. That is a sure sign. Uh, that is one of the sensations that you will experience, um, sometime during your projection is you will experience um, the sensation of falling or you'll wake up and you and you will feel like your entire body is vibrating or buzzing like you're full of electricity like someone's hit you with a jolt of lightning it's crazy it's really really crazy so it uh, yeah it's just I I can't explain it. I feel like I can't explain it thoroughly enough that way, but it is a wonderful sensation because it's very exhilarating. And I, I do want to encourage you. I mean, so many people think like, no, there's no way I can get myself into that state. But just like all other intuitive gifts, we are born with the ability to astral project. It's not something that is only given to certain people. So all you negative Nellies out there, it's a skill that can be achieved by anyone who is willing to practice. Practice makes perfect, right? Right. Now, there are several ways that you can do this. You can do this either as a meditation and if you have never meditated, I would say start there first. Grasp and learn and feel comfortable with how your body and mind feel when you have gone through like a guided meditation and you're in a deep meditative state. Know what that zone feels like because you can't really move on from there into something like the astral until you conquer being able to meditate. A lot of people, you know, they start out with good intentions and they sit on their cushion and they get all comfortable and start doing their breathing. And the next thing you know, they've taken a half an hour nap. They, they don't recall anything. They, they didn't get in a Zen zone at all because they passed out. No, you have to have enough of a, you gotta set that intention and you have to be disciplined enough so that you don't fall asleep. Because that's the important thing. When you're doing astral, your body gets into a completely rested and sleeping state, but the mind has to be awake in order for you to finish that process of separating, okay? Um, so once you have achieved and feel comfortable with knowing how to do meditation. Then you can start incorporating astral projection while you are meditating. And there are a lot of crystals that can help you to achieve that OBE, that out-of-body experience. And you can do this either in a reclining, lying down position, or you can do this in a 
um, just sitting comfortable position as long as you can still um, hold on to crystals and have crystals up near your um, root, your uh, crown chakra and down by your ankles. I'll go into that, that a little further because I'm going to hit each area. So the crystals that can help you achieve this state of mind and body and soul Number one is amethyst. That is the highest on the list. Amethyst is a great stone to help you achieve the astral, the astral protection. Uh, Red-capped amethyst as well. Herkimer diamonds, selenite, labradorite, moldavite, clear quartz, tanzanite, and calcite. And I love the fact that I have just about every one of those that I named. So I've got choices. I got I got things I could do here. Then you always want to have in one hand, in one hand you want to have the stone that's going to help you project and in your other hand you want to make sure that you have a protective stone such as black tourmaline. All right? Um, because you don't want anything attaching to you while you're out tripping around in the stratosphere. And you want to, you know, you don't want it to hinder. You want to be able to go, but you want to have your protective shield with you, right? So, place moldavite or selenite or clear quartz at your crown chakra. So, that's above your head. Hold amethyst, moldavite, or labradorite in your left hand and a protective stone in your right hand, such as the black tourmaline, citrine, or carnelian. And then place a grounding stone because you want your body to stay grounded. Place the stone by your ankles. So you want obsidian, pyrite, shungite, or smoky quartz. Any of those um, would be great. So usually, if you're going to do that, I would say... Um, maybe lying down on your side like you're taking a nap would be a good way to do this. I suggest practicing this on a day that you don't have to get up early the next morning. Or if you're going to do this in the afternoon, you know, make sure that you're in a nice darkened room. No, no distractions that way. Or um, you can try it, um, if you're doing it in a meditative state, you can just, you know, doesn't matter the time of day, but, you know, I'm just thinking, yeah, you might be tired. I'm always tired if I don't get enough sleep, which is often. So, um, the next thing you want to do is, you know, practice by sitting in a comfortable seated position. And, you know, if you need to have some background music or TV on, put it on softly and then either close your eyes or stare into a candle flame. I prefer, for this exercise, I personally prefer closing my eyes. I feel that I'm able to, to get into my zone a little bit better. Concentrate um, on the sound of your breathing and you know just your breath. Really focusing on, um, you know, how you are trying to slow your breathing down. So the rhythm, think of the rhythm, really focus on your rhythm and drawing out and taking the air in and then really slowly releasing. 
And then really be mindful of relaxing your shoulders. Okay, it's hard to get into a relaxed state of mind or body if your shoulders are up around your ears. So really, I find that uh, really concentrating on the breathing helps immensely with meditation. Breathing and meditation are like, they go hand in hand. It's like, you know, chocolate and peanut butter. You got to have them together. You just have to. Or Oreos and milk. <laughs> whatever whatever your jam is, baby. Um, but it, it's like you really start getting into your zone when that breathing slows way down. You're in a very relaxed state. You are in full control of your breathing pattern. Then you know you're hitting your stride. Your astral stride. Okay? All right. Now... Let's hold that thought for a sec. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about setting your intention and then getting on that magic carpet ride and going. All right? Stay tuned. I'll be right back. you're just tuning in tonight we are in season four episode 10 and tonight's topic is astral projection all right you need a refill go get your refill all right here we go now right before the break we were discussing the best ways to get your um get in a relaxed state so you can practice sending your mind elsewhere so Visualize. Um, another way to do it is visualizing swimming, like underwater, like you are Aquaman and you are doing long breaststrokes with your arms. Sometimes visualizing that your arms pushing through water will help you get through any mind blocks that might be in your way. Um, and it also that repetitive motion will help you achieve that meditative state so that your mind is still awake, but your body is asleep or is in a relaxed enough state that your soul can separate. Now, think of times where you have been in the most god-awful, boring staff meeting of your life and you wish you were any other place in the world but there. Got that thought? Got that visualization? I'm trying to help you here. Work with me, gang. All right. Now, keeping your eyes focused just above the presenter's head. Go there. That's right. Your body is still in a chair, and you're still looking alert. You're still hanging on the manager's every word, like, you know, they're God's gift to whoever but you have left the building. It's like 
the most trependicular daydream of your life. But it's your soul that is participating. Your body is still there, but your soul has left the building and is now traveling elsewhere. What does that look like to you? Huh? Does that, does that seem like something you could accomplish? I've been there. Oh my God, you guys. I used to have to take this medication called Lyrica, and this is for nerve pain because I have chronic pain, that really messed me up. I mean, I would have aphasia until about 10 or so in the morning, but we would have these monthly staff meetings that were 7.30 in the morning when my brain was not there. And so it was like, I would sit in those meetings just kind of staring up at the lighting, like, ooh, flying saucers, that's so cool. And I would I would have no idea what was discussed in these meetings. I swear to Jesus, I didn't. Um, and so <laughs> this is what I equate this whole feeling. is like your mind and body are just not working together and not being present in that moment because you're off doing something else. <laughs> oh my God, I probably looked like I was high as a kite. Ugh, I'm glad nobody judged too harsh. All right. So, yeah, I guess my only other tip is really just to master meditation or self-hypnosis. There are a lot of like YouTube videos that you can watch on meditation or self-hypnosis that will help you kind of get into that zone and help your mind kind of get to feeling a little more comfortable with the whole idea of your soul stepping out of your physical body. It's a little scary. You know, sometimes you can have the sensation that only your hands are going out there, you know, and you can see that because you're soul is partly hovering you need to you need to really feel comfortable with the whole process in order for you to truly experience it nothing is going to happen to you your soul's not going to stay in another dimension you will come back you need to set your intention and be in a good vibrational space before you attempt so please do that please be safe about it all right good and last but not least, just yeah, think about this. Practice makes perfect in anything that we do, right? So the best thing you can do is leave your expectations at the freaking door. Going into this exercise, because going in with expectations of what you should or what will happen can actually close you off. You will be your own worst enemy if you go into this thinking it's supposed to feel or happen a certain way and if it doesn't go down the way you think it should then you're not going to be open to what the actual experience is does that make sense to you i hope that didn't confuse you there but don't let your mind or your expectations or what you assume you know what happens when we assume people um, get in the way of you having this experience. And it's a dandy. It's a dandy. So allow yourself to be completely relaxed 
and then let the information come through as it pleases. And, you know, forcing it usually has the opposite effect on your actual ability to achieve the desired outcome. And that's a real drag. That is a real drag. So, as I've said before, you know, we get in our own way so much in in life, in any little thing that we do. So get the heck out of your way. Get the heck, get, get out of Dodge. Get, stop being your own barrier to your life's ex, you know, experiences. Because sometimes overthinking things really is the biggest bummer ever. We, we put so much emphasis on things that we don't need to. Don't overthink it. Let it happen. Let it, let it happen. So I think the biggest experience or the biggest roadblock is that people have a really hard time with the whole concept of your astral body leaving your physical body and surfing the astral plane. I think that's the biggest thing is that they can't, they can't even fathom because it's so freaking mind blowing that you could be in a sleeping state physically but your mind is wide awake and your astral body, your soul, is on its magic carpet ride. It is flying around, having all kinds of very, very vivid and exciting experiences. And a friend of mine told me the other day, this was uh, when I brought up the subject to her that I was thinking of doing um, this topic tonight. She said, oh my God, doll, my Fitbit said that I did 2,400 or 24,000 steps in my sleep last night. How can that be? And I'm like, "Mm." sounds like somebody was doing some astral travel quite a bit of, you were putting a bunch of astral miles on your ass. So I thought that that was crazy. And how fun is that? How fun is that? My God. I just thought, man, you're lucky. How lucky are you that you had that experience? That's a trip. That's a trip and a half, actually. So anywho, um, that's what I got for tonight. I I uh, I didn't want to over over stimulate your brains because too much information sometimes. Then we start overthinking. Let's keep it simple. Broke it down. Various ways you can practice. Various things you can do to prepare yourself to get you in the right frame of mind, um, and to make sure you have protection during the process. If you have any questions. If, um, please reach out to me because I, I'm here. I'm always around. And um, if you're new to my show, I do have a website, and you can find me by uh, googling thedollspiritadventures.com, and that's T H E D O L L S S P I R I T E D A D V E N T U R E S dot com. I do have email that is associated with the website, and it's the doll 48 
at hotmail.com. I do put links to all of my episodes on my website. I need to catch up. Give me a break. Um, I'm also on Twitter. That's at the doll 48 and on Instagram at the doll 48 and have a Facebook page for the podcast. Same name um, on Facebook. So all of those places will have links to each episode. And I also put up a link every week. Um, that you can just click on and leave a voice message for me if you'd like to give me some feedback or a topic idea or just say hi or say, hey, I hope I'm the first first listener because I want to have a free reading from you. Because as I announced a few weeks ago, I do offer on my website, um, I, I do psychic and mediumship readings both in 30 and 60 minute increments and the prices are available on my website. So if you'd like to have a reading with me, I would love to work with you and get that done for you. So hit me up and let's get that appointment scheduled. I'm also kind of thinking of offering um, e-cards, like if you want to purchase some time for a friend or relative or a gift, if they would like to have a psychic reading for a, a present, Let's do that. What do you think? I'd love to hear some feedback if that is something you or anybody else might be willing to purchase as a gift for somebody. I think that that would be kind of fun. I think that would be a fun gift for me to get. I I would do it for sure. So, um, lots of ways to hear me. I'm on about nine or ten different listening platforms around the globe. Um, My host, um, Anchor, uh, distributes that for me so I don't even have to do that bless their little hearts I really appreciate it and my listenership goes up every single week so thank you for tuning in every week and thank you for sharing uh, sharing me out to other people who might be interested in the topics that I natter on about <laughs> God. yes let them have the full doll experience all right I'd like to finish with one last quote that kind of kind of sums it up, I think, perfectly. And this is by Rumi. The door is wide open. Do not go back to sleep. It's like once your soul experiences this kind of travel, you will want to go traveling all the And I would love to hear about your experiences. I find this very interesting. It's a great topic. And and actually researching for this, because I wanted to be very thorough for you. Researching this topic was akin to doing the research on metaphysical. It was mind-blowing. I actually spent two weeks researching it and uh, found it extremely interesting. And I, I barely scratched the surface tonight. And I'm still almost, you know, like 45 minutes in on the topic. So, um, hmm, yeah, I would definitely, you know, go, go do a little more research yourself if you feel that you need it. Or if you want to hit me up, we can chat some more privately about it. If you have any other questions, um, or want me to expound on something else, let me know. I, um, you know, I work for you guys. This is, this is your thing as well as mine. And um, anytime you don't understand something or if you want clarification on something, don't ever hesitate to ask me. Or if I have to do a whole nother show about something because somebody missed something, I'll do it. 
because I aim to please, honey. That's what I'm here for. All right. Thank you so much for being here this evening. Thank you for being such loyal, loyal people. I, I adore you. I'm so appreciative. And I got to think of something really special to do next week for the one year anniversary benchmark of my show. So if anybody has any good ideas for that, hit me up. Okay? Hit me up. Don't hold back. Because, you know, sometimes I get writer's block I'm in my brain. I'm just like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk Because I don't want to just sit here and, you know, throw piddly stuff out there. I want something deep and meaningful. This is supposed to be a great thinking show, you know, with a little humor and sometimes some poignancy in there thrown in the mix. I like to shake it up a little bit now and then. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Don't work too hard this upcoming week. I look forward to next Saturday because this doll is going to take you on another adventure. Take care of yourself and I'll see you next week. Bye now. Thank you.